welcome to our Sunday afternoon service. If you'd like to find your place in John chapter 6. John chapter 6, the title of the message is Be Not Afraid. Have you ever had to hold your child because they were frightened by something or maybe they woke up, they had a bad dream and they came into your room where you was at and and they just crawled up on your lap and and they just wanted your presence and they just needed to hear your voice and your voice as you would maybe just say shh or or maybe just say hey it's okay everything's going to be all right even though it was still dark even though they may have been afraid just your voice your words and your presence reassured them and gave them hope the night was still there, maybe. They were still going to go to bed and go to sleep. But because they heard your words, you reassured them and gave them hope for the rest of the night. In John chapter 6, we see this story develop with the disciples in Jesus. It says, when Jesus therefore, verse 15 of John 6, when Jesus therefore perceived that they would come and take him by force to make him a king, he departed again into a mountain himself alone. And when even was now come, his disciples went down into the sea and entered into a ship and went over the sea toward Capernaum. And it was now dark, and Jesus was not come to them. And the sea arose by reason of a great wind that blew. So when they had rode about five and twenty or thirty furlongs, they see Jesus walking on the sea and drawing nigh unto the ship, and they were afraid. But he saith unto them, It is I, be not afraid. Then they willingly received him into the ship, and immediately the ship was at the land whither they went. The disciples had just come off a big day in the ministry. In the first 14 verses of John chapter 6, we have the recording of the feeding of the 5,000 where Jesus took five loaves and two small fishes and he fed the multitude. And, you know, that wasn't an easy day for the disciples because there was 5,000 men plus others. And now Jesus has went to the mountain and the disciples had made their way down to the sea. They were not on vacation. They were not about to embark on a southern gospel cruise with Bill Gaither and his company. They were heading toward Capernaum. Capernaum was a familiar place. They were no strangers to Capernaum. In other gospel accounts, Jesus had directed them to go to the other side. The disciples had been constrained if you would, uh, forced uh, to go into the ship. You know, many times in the providence of God, we're going to face storms in this life. But may we never lose sight that when we think we are all alone, and even when we think Jesus should have already showed up on the scene and calmed our situation, that we must remember that Jesus sees us. Over in the book of Mark, it says that Jesus saw them toiling and rowing. God knows exactly where we are. He knows exactly 
what we're facing. He knows our limitations. Our, our passage says that they had went uh, as far as they could go uh, in their own power. He knows how bad the storm is. He sees that the winds were contrary. You know, it didn't start that way. and For most of the time, it doesn't. They just simply launched out that day or that evening in faith and in obedience to Christ's command. Here we have a picture of the Christian life. We walk by faith. We live by faith. God doesn't always give us an advance warning of what will happen. But may we never forget that He knows that He is interceding and that He promised to never leave us nor forsake us and that He will always show up right on time. You know, Martha thought that Jesus should have showed up earlier in her situation. Jesus was about to do what only Jesus could do. He was about to bring someone who was dead back to life. Hey, may we never forget that Jesus is always up to something good in our lives, even in the storms and even in the trials of this life. Maybe he's wanting to strengthen our faith. Maybe he's wanting to teach us a lesson. Maybe he's trying to help us see what's really important in this life. Maybe he's just wanting us to look to him. Maybe he's just wanting us to call out to Him and watch Him do a great work in our life. Maybe He's simply testing our faith. You see, it's in the valleys. It's in the storms. It's in the dark times of life. It's in the valleys of great difficulty that we learn to trust in Jesus. It's in the valleys that God gives us opportunity to attempt great things for Him. Don't be afraid. Jesus sees our toil. He sees our rowing. He knows how far we can go in our own power. The disciples in their own power only went about halfway. Without Christ, they would have never reached the shore. But because of Christ, they reached their desired destination. Be not afraid. Just trust Jesus. Hey, it was dark. The Bible says in, in these Gospels that it was the fourth watch. That means it was right near dawn when everything seemed to be the darkest. There was no shore in sight. There was no lights to be seen. There was no direction. There was no strength. But I would like to draw your attention to verse 19. So when they had rowed about five and twenty or thirty furlongs, they see Jesus walking on the sea and drawing nine to the ship, and they were afraid. They could not see the light of day. They could not see their desired destination. They could not see the end of the storm. They could not see any advancement or any improvement to their situation. They could not see past their fears. But they saw Jesus. Why? Because Jesus is all that they needed to see. You see, Martha missed it when she said, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. <laughs> 
Hey, when Jesus shows up, things are about to change. The disciples did not need to see the shores of Capernaum. They did not need to see the storm dissipate before them. They did not need to see their trials or their troubles go away. And can I just remind you, it's okay to be afraid. Hey, when the life and the storms of this life come, we will be affected. The dark times, the unknown, the uncertainty of life, our own limitations will cause us to be afraid at times. When we're afraid, that's when we can be reminded to fear not. It's in those times of doubt and despair and darkness that we too can hear the words, Be not afraid, it is I. While they were toiling and rowing, Jesus was already making his way toward them. He was drawing nigh. But it was his word that gave them the comfort and the hope and erased all their fears. This is why the Bible says that the just shall live by faith. Where does faith come from? Romans ten seventeen. so then faith cometh by Hearing and hearing by the word of God. You see their fear was changed to faith when they heard from the word himself. What they saw scared them. What they faced scared them. But what they heard gave them hope. You remember the illustration I used at the beginning of the message about giving comfort to our children in their time when they're afraid? And all it takes is a word. All it takes is our presence to change their whole outlook. You know, he didn't say to the disciples, everything's going to be better. He didn't say everything's going to change. He didn't say, look, the storm's going to stop. He just said, be not afraid. It is I. Because when Jesus shows up, all fear is gone. Reminds me of the course of a very familiar hymn. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know who holds the future. And life is worth the living just because he lives. Oh, these disciples needed more. They needed peace more than they needed the storm to go away. You know, we tend to look at the storm. Instead of looking for Jesus. What unexpected storm has come your way? You know we had advance warning about Hurricane Ian. The, the warnings went out. But in life and even in the Christian life. We're not giving advance notice of every trial. That's going to come our way. You see God never promised. That he would remove every trial and every difficulty in this life. But he did promise that his grace would be sufficient. He promised us his presence. And he's made his power available unto us. You see, in our own strength, we may make it 25 to 30 furlongs. But through his power, we'll make it to our destination. In John chapter 6 and verse 21, it says, Then they willingly received him into the ship, and immediately the ship was at the land whither they went. In their own strength, 
They only made it part of the way. But with Jesus, they accomplished the task that he had gave them to do. You say, well, how are we going to make it? I tell you, times are dark. Times are desperate. It doesn't seem that anything is getting any better. Can I tell you how we're going to make it? We're going to make it the same way as the disciples did. We're going to make it uh, through His power. How are we going to reach our Jerusalem? How are we going to reach our Samaria, our Judea, and the uttermost parts of the earth? The same way they made it to Capernaum. They made it through His power. How are we going to reach every person in our immediate area with the gospel mailer next year. Well, by the grace of God and by faith and through great sacrifice, we can do it through His power. If we look at our power, if we look at our resources, then we may get a few, but with Jesus, we'll make it to our destination. Our hope is in His Word and in His presence. Jesus allowed the disciples to go through storms. They went through many storms and trials and difficulties to increase their faith. And you know, when you get over to the end of the book of Matthew, and Jesus is commissioning the church uh, to go out uh, in His power, and to go ye therefore, and to preach, and to teach, and to baptize, uh, and to see converts, and churches started. You know that the disciples did not even flinch. When they were given this great commission, this great task, they did not flinch. Why? Because they had already learned to trust and obey. Look, there's going to be setbacks in this life. There's going to be difficulties. There's going to be times of great trial. But we must look to Him. And we'll all make it safely home. Jesus, in our story, had gone away for a while. But He came back. And He safely took them to the other side. You know, Jesus has ascended. And He's given us the promise that He's coming again. In our story, Jesus had separated himself to pray. He saw their toil. He saw their rowing. And just at the right time, he came to them. And immediately, they made it to their desired haven. Can you take hope tonight that Jesus is coming again? But right here is my concern. Is he going to find us in the boat? Is he going to find us trusting and obeying him? Is he going to find us looking for him? Is he going to find us rowing and toiling? Will he find us faithful? Will we be still be steady doing what he's called us to do? I'd like to sing the song when we see Christ. <laughs> Times the day seems long, our trials hard to bear. We're tempted to complain, to murmur and despair. But Christ will soon appear to catch his bride away. All tears forever over in God's eternal.
it will be worth it all when we see Jesus life's trials will seem so small when we see Christ one glimpse of his dear face all sorrow will erase so bravely run the race till we see Christ sometimes the sky looks dark with not a ray of light we're tossed and driven on no human help in sight but there is one in heaven who knows our deepest care let Jesus solve your problem just go to him in prayer it will be worth it all when we see Jesus life trials will seem so small when we see Christ one glimpse of his face all sorrow will erase so bravely run the race till we see Christ life's day will soon be o'er all storms forever past we'll cross the great divide to glory safe at last we'll share the joys of heaven a harp a home a crown the tempter will be banished we'll lay our burden it will be worth it all when we see Jesus life trials will seem so small 